How was your day, Paul? I, you know, it, it's it's weird. We've just uh, we've been seeing a lot of people coming through the doors, and I would say like I don't know, one in thirty people in general is like a fuckhole that I don't want to deal with. It just seems like we're seeing a lot of fuckholes, but it's not an abnormal amount. It's just that we're seeing more people, but it's wearing on my patience. Well, that's good. I'm glad that is you're it? seeing. Shit, you want to hear uh, our Sriracha story? Uh, yeah. So Caitlin fucking loves Sriracha. Like, she puts it on everything. First trimester, Caitlin uh, wasn't super into Sriracha. Didn't really put it on anything. But now second trimester, Caitlin likes Sriracha. So we've our Sriracha stores have kind of, like, been deplenished. So we were at Fred Meyer's a couple weeks ago. We went to the Sriracha shelf. There's no fucking Sriracha. So we're like, oh, that's weird. We'll just pick some up somewhere else. So like the next day she like, she calls me like, she's like, hey, pick up Sriracha on the way home. So I stopped at our little like country store, fucking raised food place on the way home. Um, went to the Sriracha cell- shelf. There's no Sriracha. So I'm like, hey, there's no Sriracha. And she's like, oh my God. So the next day I'm at work, she sends me on my lunch to go to Walmart to get Sriracha. And I have like super long arms. So the Sriracha shelf is empty, but I like reach back behind like some other fucking bullshit teriyaki sauce. And I find a couple bottles of Sriracha. So I'm like, hey, I found you two bottles of Sriracha. She's like, oh my God, I read on the internet. There's been a Sriracha shortage um, because they didn't get make enough and there's not going to be any more sriracha until like September of next year. I was like, oh, I got you two bottles and I'll try to find more. And she's like, well, that's okay. I found some on the internet. So she had ordered some off uh, Amazon and they had said uh, that they were delivered this last Saturday, but we just got like a box of nothing. So I had to like start like a claim like, hey, fucking we, we got bullshit. Like, you know, she ordered fucking 11 bottles of sriracha and we did not get it and they're like okay do this submit this and we'll like refund your money because like we've had a prime account for like 170 years so they're like you know yeah 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 we'll take care of you but then when i'm looking at order history do you know what her crazy ass paid per bottle of sriracha because she was so worried about not having it 30 bucks 34 fucking dollars oh god i was close Plus shipping. It was like a $380 order of fucking sriracha. <laughs> Which it, two years ago would have been like all the sriracha you would ever need. Yeah. Well, what's funny too is uh, after she ordered that, which she didn't tell me that she ordered it, probably because she didn't want to tell me like, hey, I ordered $400 worth of sriracha. I stopped at fucking Safeway. The sriracha stuff was full. So I bought like six bottles, six of the giant ass <laughs> bottles of sriracha. So she has a ton of sriracha. Like I brought it home, like, here you go. Here's a shit ton of sriracha. And they have more if you need it. And she's like, oh, I bought some on the internet. And third trimester, Caitlin's not going to give a shit about sriracha. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Luckily, I don't That's think sriracha, sriracha like, goes bad, really, because that's yeah, like fermented or something. It's like a Twinkie. It doesn't go bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Don't they? They eventually. Twinkies have like a twenty-year shelf life, I think. I mean, was, wasn't that a plot point in uh, Zombieland? I think it was Zombieland. Yeah. Anyway, you want to get this thing started? Yep. Okay, Ryan. Opening up this week, we have some exciting listener mail. Oh God. I'm actually I'm actually really excited that it's like now I I get one like every four days. Just a little something pops into my <laughs> I have it forwarded to my uh, my normal Google, which is mm-hmm. usually just full of bullshit. But I was looking in, in, for something in it uh, today. Actually, I'm like, oh shit, we got another listener mail. Made me happy. So this one says, Paul and Ryan, you've mentioned that you were both non-traditional students. Can you elaborate on what jobs you had prior to dental school and if those jobs helped to prepare you for dentist ownership? Oh, God. What did, what did you do for a living pre-dental school? Whew. I was a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> did you work in a lab or something? I tried really hard. Um so I graduated from Oregon State, had a double bachelor's in biology and chemistry um, with a minor in business. And I thought that would be good enough to give me a job anywhere. So yeah. man, I feel like we've talked about this, but um, I, I think we did. But it, yeah, you know, you I, could look, go back and listen to episode one or we could fucking just answer it again. It's all good. Yeah, we'll answer it again. Uh, so I ended up moving to Alaska, which is where my dad lives. And I worked uh at a gun range, uh, and I was the grunt, uh, being the only one that had actually graduated high school and gone to college. I was, you know, lowest on the totem pole, which makes sense. Uh, I applied, right, for, right. I applied for every job in the oil fields that could ever be a, a thing on the North Slope in Alaska. Uh, and I got a job. I can't remember who it was with. It was some some with some sub with some subcontractor, and I moved sludge tanks back and forth across this field whenever they told me to. Uh, A sludge tank is this gigantic barrel of nothing. Um, And it was like 40 below zero and dark out Mm 24-7. And I made it uh, eight hours into my 12-hour shift. And I looked at my foreman and I said, send me home. So he was real pissed, but they put me on a plane. And then I went back to work at the gun range and... I was a medical sc- or a scribe for an ER for four of my 12 hour shift before I walked away. So <laughs> it's terrible. And I shadowed police officers and I did a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I applied to nursing school and I was like, I got a 4.0 on the nursing application. I'll do that. Nursing sounds great. It's only 18 months instead of four more years. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. And they rejected me and I was like, okay, cool. Now what? So, you know, what's the next logical step from applying to nursing school and getting rejected, Paul? A dentistry, obviously. No, you're, no, you're wrong. I got a job in a safe way as a, as the person that makes the bread. And oh, I, man. I, I was hoping you said cake decorator. Nope. And uh, I brought home $120 a week. Uh, Damn. After, um, I totally spent that on lunch, like <laughs> for my work making all the bread. And yeah, right. And uh, so, long story short, no, none of that really prepared me for for dental school. But I also didn't wasn't really looking for things that were dentistry focused at that time. Uh, 
like Paul, which he'll tell you in a second, uh, I did own my own business. I started a fishing guide business in Alaska when I was 18. Uh, that was only during the summers, but by the end of it, I had multiple guides working for me and I had a little empire. And then I saw that being a fishing guide, big shocker wasn't, uh, wasn't stable. So yeah. I decided that wasn't the career path for me, but yeah, it's um, one of those things like I imagine, uh, I'll get into, I guess, my story in a minute, but it's also one of those things like you top out like at a place where it's like for the amount of work that you have to put into it, your return really isn't, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I think all of those, you know, it's much like undergrad where they tell you to take all these classes because they're going to make you a well-rounded human and they really don't. Um, but having all of those job experiences and, and having really shitty bosses, I had some really shitty bosses they have made me a better boss to my employees now. Yeah, um, for sure. Because I can see that I value them and I do, I try and do a lot for them outside of just a normal paycheck um, and give them a lot of like perks and bonuses and all of that. So I think that my jobs didn't necessarily, they don't make me a better dentist. They make me be able to relate to my patients maybe a little bit, but they, they made me a better boss overall. Nice. Man, I turn fucking 40 next month. So it's I, I've had a lot, lot of next jobs. month. Next next month, yeah. July yeah. 24th, 40. It's crazy. It is it's fucking nuts. That, I don't I don't means, really feel 40. I don't think I look 40, so I think that's good. So um, that means in 2015 when we met you'd have been like 33? Something like that, yeah. Wait, isn't your birthday in October? Oh, dude, that's a that's a story for another cast. <laughs> <laughs> we moved it to October for a hot Cliff, minute, but then we moved Cliff, it back. Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. When you get into your thirties, you can just fucking move your birthday if you want to. Yeah. You know, do I don't actually want. know when your birthday is, Paul. I it's I said it's July twenty fourth. I'm a Leo. Oh. Uh, my actual, believe it or not, my sun, star, and moon sign is actually Leo. My Born in the first power day of Leo for uh, 1982. But uh, anyway, that's a good segue into like my first like sort of real job that I had was when I was 16. I worked for Madame Cleo's psychic hotline for uh, yes, you did. about six months. Um, and we got we got in trouble for uh, taking people through guided meditation on the phone playing some soft music and just seeing how long they'd stay on and stuff. They told us not to do that anymore. Uh, but from there I got a job, uh, hospital janitorial moved up to hospital pharmacy. I did that for like eight years. Um, I learned some medical terminology and fucking stuff about drugs. So, I mean, that's, uh, kind of helpful sort of, but not really. Um, I worked at Burger King for a hot minute back before it was 100% real beef, and my job was to squirt the pink goo into the, like, fucking burger mold before they put it in a zapper. It was really gross. I did that for, like, a week. And then, let's see, I started a CPR and first aid business, uh, teaching classes. That was kind of my first job where I was my own boss, and I found out that I really liked that. I that, parlayed that into opening a martial arts school after I graduated college, and I ran that until my knees exploded. And my wife said, you better go be a dentist and make some real money. And uh, so I like being married, so I did what she told me to do. Here I am. 
but between the CPR thing and the martial arts school and kind of what I was saying about the fishing guide thing, like I did as good as you could fucking do with the martial arts school. Realistically, I put in a lot of hours. I did a lot of things. I had a lot of income streams from it. Um, but I mean, it, it wasn't making, you know, a ton of money, you know, I wasn't hungry or anything, but it was, it was not worth it. So, uh, she was correct in, uh, making <laughs> me find dentistry because I work a lot less hard than I did as a martial arts school and I don't get punched in the face. So that's good too. I'll just never forget. Like, so I moved back from, I, when I was working at Safeway, I moved back from Alaska and, uh, that's a long personal story, but I, the only job I could get was at Safeway despite being educated and mm -hmm. I, Wait, where'd, you, where'd you go to school ah ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the better science school what's what's that you know uh, how you keep beavers out of your yard uh you put up goalposts <laughs> uh, yeah well it's a good thing that smart people don't have to play football to survive it's true yeah. Um, so anyways, I was working in the bakery and I was like, man, I'm miserable. This is terrible. I have to be here at five o'clock every morning and I make this bread and I have to deliver bread to another Safeway in Corvallis that doesn't have their own bakery and my van is infested with wasps and it was just all terrible. And then I remembered, hey, there was a guy that taught in my like pre-dental class and he let us come to his office and his name was Ryan Sparks and he's still a, still a dentist in Corvallis. Mm -hmm. And, and he said, if you guys ever want to come shadow, just come shadow. And so I called his office and, you know, gave the whole spiel of, I took the pre-dental class and Dr. Sparks said, if I ever want to come shadow that I should just need to call the office. And I walked into his office and I looked around and I was like, Oh shit, I have to go to dental school. <laughs> like this, this is the first thing that's felt right about everything from, you know, riding in a police car to shadowing nurses to moving sludge tanks to everything that I'd been exposed to. It was like, this is, huh? I want to stick my fingers in people's mouths and people's black holes all day. And yeah. Drain yeah. Their abscesses. Oh, I had the best abscess drain the other day, Paul. Oh, those are, those are the best. Was Tell so me about it. Was it chunky? It wasn't chunky. So patient came in, uh, swelling. I patient I'd never seen before, swelling lower left. They're like, I'm hoping to get my hip done on Friday. And it's like Wednesday. I'm looking at their face and it's totally asymmetrical. It's like, hmm, okay. And I didn't even, I wasn't even going to look in their mouth. I was like, you're, I looked at the x-ray. I was like, your tooth needs to come out. Here's some antibiotics. Come back. We'll get your tooth out. But you're not getting your hip down on Friday. Then at the end of the appointment, I was like, I should just look in your mouth. And I looked and like the just the whole it hadn't moved over into like the vestibular tissue or like the buccal mm -hmm. tissues. And it was just all in the like floor of the vestibule on the lower left. And there's just like a nice little white head. I was like, oh, I wonder what'll happen. So I <laughs> Looked at my assistant, I was like, you should probably grab the suction. So she grabbed the suction, and I just took my explorer and went, poke. And it just went, geyser for like five minutes. Like, oh, that's I was awesome. Just, 
massaging just geyser for five minutes and we got done and the patient goes oh my face feels flatter <laughs> you are indeed correct i love when you drain a nice juicy abscess and then yeah. like you know because you're in there you're doing your thing and then you you pull back and it's like the person just looks like a totally different person because it's like yeah. oh, i used to have like fucking golf ball lump right there yeah. i don't I look more normal I don't get to do them very often, or I don't. I try not to do them very often because I don't like to pull out a scalpel to do them. But when it when, uh, when so it's like on a silver platter, it's like this is wonderful. So on that note, our other um, uh, mail that we got, and this one we actually got like I think two weeks ago or so, and it says, "Hi boys, on behalf of your female listeners, could we have a female guest, please?" And right after I got this message, I sent you a text. And I was like, hey, we should fucking have Rupali on. So that's where that idea came from. That oh. the fact that she's fucking awesome. To, to be fair, we do have some female listeners on the docket. Um, but they have been unable to join thus far. Correct. Um, a couple of them have bought practices and just have busy lives going on. So uh please know we're we're not favoring the males we're just kind of trying to fit everybody's schedule into um our recording schedule so they are coming yeah and uh so this will air and we actually already recorded an episode with rupali so that'll air next uh rupali um is fucking amazing she's like one of the most brilliant people that that i know uh yeah. she is has graduated from her oral medicine residency and now is actually a faculty for that residency. Uh, she's former, former president of ASDA. She's all around brilliant. So uh, it was yeah. really fun to record an episode with her. And she's one of those people like, I haven't talked to her Polly since what year was she president? Was she president in 19? Was she president? 18, when we started so. How? I don't, I don't remember. Something like that. Um, I, I think haven't 17. Talked, yeah. I haven't talked to her since she was running. I mean, that was when I was on national ASDA and she was a trustee and that was when I really got to talk to her. And so I haven't really talked to her since then. And it was so nice to like talk to her and, and have it be that it's been a long time, but we haven't really missed anything. Yeah. Her mind is like a fucking steel trap. It's like, seriously, like, you meet her, you have one conversation, you know, about whatever. Two years later, you see her, and she's like, oh, Paul, X, Y, Z, like, just picking up right where you were before, and you're like, holy shit, you're yeah. amazing. And it's like, 100%. she can do that with, you know, thousands of people. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, she's an, she's an incredible human. So definitely a, definitely a role model, whether you're dental or not, um, just the way that the human that she is, I aspire to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the episode this far. Uh, hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. Um, please reach out to us at Off the Cuss Paul or Off the Cuss Ryan at gmail.com and check us out on our Facebook page. So, uh, any interesting like things from uh, today or this week? Dude. <sighs> So <laughs> I was talking with my dad today. Mm-hmm. We've been literally cleaning out my practice for a year. Like there was shit in every drawer and every cabinet. 
it was a complete fucking mess. Like there were no systems. Like we have been, we've probably thrown away like five large dumpsters of shit. It <laughs> was just like in cabinets. So I'm at this point now where mostly all of the little projects that I have around the office, like we've gotten completed and it's all big, really expensive projects. We have less left. And then I walk up to my front desk and she goes, Hey, you need to replace replace the toilet seats. So what are you talking about? I just did that. She was like, well, I just had a patient come up to me and be like, Hey, your toilet seats in the garbage can. I was like, what? So in my infinite wisdom back in like October, Paul, Uh I bought the really fancy toilet seats that like click on, click off. Yeah, yeah. But my patients can't seem to figure out how to use the click on portion. So it just comes off and they throw in the garbage and then don't say anything. (laughs) So I went and bought new garbage cans or garbage cans, uh, toilet seats today. Uh, and then I had a patient complain about the vent in the, in the patient bathroom because mm-hmm. we had the bathroom painted and we had the whole office painted, but the bathroom got painted. So they were like, Hey, that vent's really yellow and disgusting. And like, no shit. It's from 1985. Like, sorry, yeah. I haven't had time to get to the fucking vent yet. And so I was talking to my dad and I was like, dude, every time I turn around, there's a project. Like every time I look in any cubby, there's something to be done. Like my practice is just a shithole. And he was like, to be fair, you bought a shithole. Like, <laughs> you bought a 35 year old building that had no attention in 35 years. Like, yeah, dude, there's shit to be done. And it was like, it's just like every now and then, Paul, I get to this point where it's like, I just go to Home Depot and I spend like, four grand on all this shit to do in the office and then i like there, there's something so cathartic about doesn't going make to it different. And just, yeah like but it's kind of it's it's like fun it's like uh you know people like they do the classic car remodels and things like that it's like you get to do that with your practice you're like man i'm gonna put in the really hi-fi click on click off toilet seats yeah and then patients throw them in the fucking garbage can. Yeah, they can't yeah. Make that vent fucking make that or, thing out of chrome. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I got oh. my chrome vent going on. And then I have like this panic moment of I really need to redo the carpet in my office because it's it's atrocious. Like yeah. there's frilly ends coming shag. out. And, no, well, part of it is because it's all you know unweaving. Um, but. I got a quote to do carpet. The carpet's like 4,000, which is fine. Because mm-hmm. it's like 2,500 square feet. Um, the labor, can you take a guess at how much the labor is? Uh, 10 grand. Seven. Seven, damn. $7,000. And I'm like, I can pull all this carpet and lay carpet squares myself. But then I have this panic moment where like the twins are coming. Yeah. And (laughs) uh, in roughly four to six weeks, I'm going to have no spare time. So it's like, well, if I want to do this, I need to do it now. Oh, shit. My only open weekend is 4th of July. So now I'm like panic trying to buy carpet. So I can put carpet down before the twins come. (laughs) 
it, just, it was just one of those days where I like it was a it was a good morning and then in the afternoon I had like some free time and I just spiraled like down the rabbit hole of shit that I would like and need to do. I hear so, you. It it's one of those things that too because I'll run into that like I'll, we'll get a quote on something even around here and it's like fuck I could do that myself for like yeah. way less. I don't have any fucking time to do it myself. It's just, no. just fucking. If you if you have a way to write it write it off, which you do, um, yeah. it's fucking worth it. It's like, hey, that's a fucking seven grand deduction. You know, you fucking. I think even depreciate that if you wanted to. I mean, yeah. So then I walked through Home Depot. Then I walked through Home Depot today, and they it says like free installation. I'm like, fuck, sign me up. As long as it's less than ten grand, sign yeah. me up. So yeah, so today was a today was a spiral day, so beers were definitely needed after work because now I'm I'm here and I'm happy and I'm not all pissed off like I was three hours ago. Okay. Do you do you ever like I don't know, this is gonna sound so judgy, but you'll see someone and you're like, oh god, it's just that face you're going to be a problem. Like you just know it immediately. Like we, yeah. uh, we scan in people's IDs. Like we attach a photo to the chart. We used to like hold up our iPad and take a picture of them, but it was like kind of weird. So we just scan a fucking ID. So like when I log into a chart, it shows a little picture. Uh, so this lady had popped into her chart. She's on for a new patient. You know, she had just got there. I see her face. She looks like fucking prune-eating weasel or some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. This is this is going to be one of those. Like, I just feel it in my bones. So we use, like, teams and stuff. So they put through something on teams, and they're like, yeah, uh, this lady, she's, she's coming in, uh, says that she lost her crown while she was at the oral surgeon, wants it put back on. And, like, I text back. I'm like, does she know that she's going to get a full exam and x-rays and shit? And like my assistant also is like, does she know she's getting the full exam? And the front's like, yeah, we went over all that with her. It's like, okay, cool. Cause kind of what we do is it's like, if you don't have insurance, like this lady, you come in, I'll give you a free exam and I'll just do that for free. Uh, and I'll tell you what you need. And ideally we, we convert you to be a patient. Like that's kind of the goal. Um, if you come in and you just are like, no, I only want you to look at my one thing. It's like, fuck you. Give me $178 and then I'll do that because I like money. But anyway, so she goes to the back and then I just hear her yelling at the assistant. I don't want to have an exam and x-rays, blah, 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 blah. No one told me that was going to be it. And it's like, I listened to them do like a fucking welcome call. I fucking, you know, listen to the front when they said that. It's like, bullshit, you fucking knew all that. Well, anyway, so my office manager goes back, talks to her, like, oh, well, you know, we need to diagnose, blah, blah, blah. If we just want to look at the one thing. 178 bucks. So she actually, amazingly, pays 178 bucks. So they go, they take the one fucking x-ray, they get her back, kind of. I go in, and she's like, yeah, I was at the oral surgeon and he knocked the crown off and he said I could go to any dentist and they just stick it back on. Well, shit you not, her whole tooth is in the fucking crown. It's like completely gum lined and what's not gum lined is just 
rampant fucking decay. It's just all soft. Like you can fucking stick a probe in it and like probe all the way down to like a fucking apex of the root if you want to. It's like, yeah. So your tooth is in this crown, you know. Um, I can't really put this back on. Um, and she's like, well, he said you could. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, well, we can't. It's not restorable. I would just have this extracted. So, you know, maybe, maybe go back to him. She's like, well, can't you just glue it back on? I'm like, not in any no. way that's going to last. She's like, well, he, he glued it back on. I'm like, okay, how long did that last? She's like, two days. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if I glue it back on in my last two days, it might not even last that. And she's like, we'll do that. I'm like, all right, that's $132. And she's like, oh my God, I'm not going to pay any more money for this too. It's like, yeah, you should go back to OS. So, but just from the get-go, just by the look, I'm like, this is going to be one of those, those fucking things. So we don't do that, but we, the front, whenever they schedule a patient, or it doesn't matter they schedule a patient that wasn't scheduled for planned treatment. They always write in the note of whatever the patient said, like why they're, you know, their chief complaint, why they're coming in. So that way we have a heads up. And so I've had just a rash of like crazy lately, I guess for me. And one mm -hmm. was like one today was like patient said, and I saw this patient two months ago for an exam, perio stable, like, no biggie on their exam and note on the schedule today was patient said entire tooth and root fell out and i was like <laughs> i texted my friend i was like what i was like what is this at all this morning she was like i don't know she said the whole tooth including the root fell out and i was like that's impressive that is impressive because she was literally no recession, periostable, like everything was fine. Tooth broke off yeah. with the gum line. Like, sorry today, tooth broke off with the gum line. Sorry, non-restorable. Like, got a bunch of other needs. Like, sorry. Like, we'll deal with this when we get to it. But also, that's not our main concern right now. Um, and then I had a guy come in that the front was like, you're going to have fun with this one. And that was all they told me. And it said, like, the patient wants lower partial. Never seen this human before. So he sits no, in my no. chair and he's like, I'm going to go over here to this denturist and they're going to take out or they're going to replace these teeth. And these are the only teeth I want you to take out. So I like do my exam and like this dude needs a full denture. Yeah. Like there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like I'm struggling to find a probing depth that's not a nine. <laughs> And Lower partial is just the slowest way the denturist could think to extract the teeth. Right. So I even that I even told him that. I was like, so like the like in your case, if we can't stabilize you, like there's five teeth that we could potentially save. If we can't stabilize this, a partial denture for you is a tooth extractor. And he was mm -hmm. like, well, I only want it to last like five years. I was like, that would be generous. But if you understand all of this, and he was like, no, 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 doc, this is what we're going to do. You're going to take out these teeth. You're going to take out this tooth and this tooth, and we're going to make a partial. And I was like, no, that is not what we're going to do. You like, 
bare minimum, this is what we're doing. And he was like, oh, that makes sense. So I called the denturist, who I have a pretty mm-hmm. good relationship with. And I was like, hey, so mutual patient. She was like, yeah, I don't recognize that name at all. And I was like, huh. And she goes and looks. She's like, oh, yeah, I saw him for a consult like six months ago. <laughs> and I was like, he came in like all hot on like, this is, I've seen her. This is what we're doing. I'm like, what? Like, no, this is terrible. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. And then he scheduled. I'm like, Ugh. dude, I had this guy that came in today, has a partial on the on the upper that's failing, wants to move into a, a full upper denture. All good. So he shows me his fucking partial. His far, partial has pulled out uh, <laughs> to, tooth number six, I think it was. That's impressive. So pulled out the canine, like, you know, because he has severe peri and everything like that. But he glued the canine to the partial. And what he does <laughs> is he sticks that in the his fucking healed over socket. So that's his canine root is what holds in the partial. But it comes out. It was just, I was like, you, I was like, that's, that's one way to do it. Oh, I love the crazy that you see. Like, not the crazy people, but just like, the crazy stuff. I always look forward to like. Yeah. This guy just, was pretty chill and realistic, honestly. I was like, yeah, yeah no, I mean, we, I've got, we can get you into a full denture, no pig. Like compared to what you do most days, it's like my my schedule and the patients that I see, it's like single filling here, single crown there. Like, yeah, we do a lot of work, but it's not. I don't see like weird. Like, do you remember like oh five to oh eight oh nine maybe there was a website called news of the weird uh-uh did you ever check that out oh and it was just like these really crazy like news stories that weren't like political at all but it would be mm-hmm. like this dude won the darwin award because he floated up into the atmosphere with all these balloons tied to a lawn chair and then he was going to lower himself down by shooting a BB gun at the balloons one at a time. And he accidentally shot the rope and fell 30,000 feet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually, I have heard that. I know. Yeah. So like that was a story on news of the weird, Uh, but like what I see on a daily basis compared to like what you send me is like the news of the weird. And it makes me so (laughs) happy and it like validates like, Oh yeah. I just have a normal boring, like, GP yeah, practice. Well, it's like I just send you the weird shit. Like ninety-five yeah. percent of my fucking day is probably just like yours. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But it's like the fact that someone out there is seeing like all this crazy shit. I'm like, how do all of these people end up in Paul shit? They're like, yeah, I got some weird shit going on. I'm gonna go see Doctor Lamarow. <laughs> like, uh, it makes me so. I just whenever I see a picture pop up from you, I'm like, fuck yeah, this can be good. Come on down. And it's like some stuff. It's like I have. I have no idea what this is, and it's like, oh, we're going to investigate. I'm not even going to charge you. I just want to. I want to learn more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that it it doesn't happen a lot. It's only happened to me twice ever. I'm just curious if this has ever happened to you. So, someone comes in, and uh, they're like, you know, they have bombed out mouth or whatever, and they're like, well, yeah, my teeth are really bad because I was born uh, without any enamel, and you're like. Um, no, no, that, you, you weren't like, I see the enamel, you, 
just <laughs> no, 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 take care totally of it. Right. And they're like, no, I've looked it up. It's called a melogenesis imperfectica, and I have that. And it's like, I get kind of pissed because it's like, that's a real thing. And it's yeah. a fucked up thing that people yep. actually have. You have yep. hygiene imperfectica. <laughs> you just haven't brushed this shit in like ever. That's what's have, going on here. But yeah. Coca-Cola it, have, you, have you ever had somebody like like self-diagnose in this with, with like no. melogenesis? No, I haven't, thankfully, because I would probably turn three shades of red. Um, God, it, it, it like breaks the logic center in my brain. It's just like... Uh, no, no. Here's your enamel. <laughs> this yeah. is a cavity. Like, yeah. Ah. No, yeah. You just don't take care of your shit, and there's actually real like there's real people people that suffer from what you're claiming you have. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's that's terrible. No, I it would make my brain explode too. So that's that's totally yeah. So it's just it's just weird that it's like it's now happened twice and like I said not like close together or anything like that it was just like it's so weird yeah and both of them too like I'm saying amelogenesis and perfectica they were saying like I looked it up it was maga laga waga <laughs> imperfect <laughs> like, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> a maga laga wag <laughs> you got the lag wag you know when you're talking about you're like wow this is a shithole in my toilet like it reminded me this uh this guy like gave me this really bad review he had it came in he had he had uh paro on i don't know something that i don't do 14 we'll say and i was like yeah uh, no we should we should get you in in the endodontist and uh started on antibiotics and he said he was allergic to penicillin i gave him a z-pack right so i gave him a z-pack um he calls back three days later to say that the Z-Pack is giving him diarrhea. And he's like, he wants a different antibiotic. And so it's like, well, you know, like, honestly, diarrhea is sort of a side effect of, like, all antibiotics. You know, like, yeah. if I switch it from the Z-Pack to fucking Flagyl or, you know, clindamycin or something, you know, like, chances are you're still going to have di- diarrhea. And those are going to be a longer fucking course of antibiotics. Yeah. You know, like you've got two days left on your Z pack. Uh, just like, you know, take some fucking kale pectate or modium or something. Um, or, you know, like the other thing you could do is you could just stop taking it all together. But honestly, like, you know, you got kind of a bad sitch there. Uh, but he had his endo schedule and everything like that. So we gave him those options. He said, okay. And then like a, a day later, he he's like, they pers- he like sent this. Uh, I think it was on Google or something. It's like the doctor gave me prescription that made me have the shits and blah 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 and poop and it was just all this, all these uh, these fecal words and it was just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm Mister Poopy Butthole. But also getting back to poop, how do you yeah. not tell someone that their toilet seat is broken? you <laughs> <laughs> like here's a toilet seat. It goes in the trash now. Like the next person can fucking figure it out. Like I don't. It's just uh, people make me when uh, when I had the martial arts school, and this is one of the things. Like, man, I'm really glad that I don't because I was the guy. Like I was the only the only guy. So I like I taught the classes. I did the billing. I scrubbed the floors. I cleaned the bathrooms. Like I I was everything. Someone, and I don't know if it was a parent. 
uh, I don't know if it was a, a kid, I don't know who exactly, but it was during an adult class. Someone went into my, my bathroom and took a shit on the floor. <laughs> and someone came out, uh, went to go use the bathroom, like, oh, Mr. Lamar, there's poop on the floor in there. It's like, great. Just what I've always wanted to deal with. <laughs> oh, God. People are wild, man. Yeah. People are wild. Um, one, one more kind of funny. It's just kind of, I, I think this is our we bitch about people capture. This yeah, is my, this, this, is, is definitely... this is therapy for me right now. I have Damn the. Man. Because I was thinking about the poopy review, and that reminded me of this other bad review I got. Um, this lady came in, and her chief complaint was that she has dry mouth, and her teeth are staining, like yellowish. Sure. So hygienist goes in, you know, perio is like four quads, one to three, you know, around the molars, blah 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 blah, and the and the lady tells it tells her that she started um, to smoke marijuana every day. Okay. And my hygienist is like, well, you know, like smoking or anything every day, you know, like, you know, you, you're saying you have dry mouth and you're noticing staining of the teeth. Like, yeah, that's probably what's what it is. So she tells me, you know, like, yeah, makes sense. So I, I go in, hi, how you doing? What's bringing you in? She's like, oh, well, my mouth so, so dry all the time and my my teeth are staining it's like yeah um okay well let's take a look take a look i'm like yeah i just was telling me like you use marijuana and she's like well yeah that's the only thing i've really found that that works for me so i've been doing it every day i'm like mm, you know it looks like you know it's having an effect on your oral cavity so maybe you know have you considered switching to like edibles or you know drops gummies you know uh, getting that THC or that CBD in a you know a different different vehicle there, and she's like, "No," I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, something to consider." So then I go back to doing my exam, and then she like reaches up and she she grabs my wrist and like moves my hand like I didn't I was like I wasn't poking anything in, in particular, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "Well, now I'm crying," and this is something she says out loud. Now I'm crying. She's not fucking crying, dude. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, you don't have a right to ask me that. And I'm like, oh, oh, she's fucking crazy. That's what's going on. And then she uh, she got all mad because, quote, quote, unquote, I challenged her about her medication. Like, yeah. Like fucking we were going to have gladiatorial combat. And it's like, <laughs> no, like, I don't give a shit like i'm high right now like you can do whatever the fuck you want but i mean if you're like saying like when i smoke i get dry mouth it's like fucking stop smoking you know fucking chew the gummy bears or take the drops or shove it up your ass like i don't give a fuck like you can have it uh but the, she said that she didn't want to do any of those other things because uh she wouldn't be getting the right dosage and it's just like, how the fuck do you know what dosage you're getting from fucking smoking? Like, yeah, we have gummies here. Like, my wife will occasionally have a gummy, and they say right on it, like eighteen mics or whatever the fuck they are. I don't, I don't really know if it's mics or milligrams or whatever. They're not a flavor I like, so I don't, I don't care about them. <laughs> They're not peach rings. Yeah, 
it's just fucking people are just fucking bizarre yeah people are weird man i i'm very happy to be back in the land of the normal i had a like normally the craziest part of my day is that someone we had someone the other day that came in and they were like hygienist goes so oh i haven't got to tell you any of my hygiene stuff oh tell me your hygiene stuff we'll get on in a second so hygienist goes hey you know you haven't had x-ray you haven't had you know your normal x-rays and your checkup x-rays in two years like we need to take those today he's like i don't want those and she was like okay well you know in order for us to be able to properly do our job um and make sure that we aren't missing any you know decay or periodontal disease or anything like that like we we need to take these x-rays patient's been a patient has been in the practice for like 20 years he just Hmm. looks there and goes i'm not taking those fucking x-rays and gets up and walks out of the room what the shit and she was like okay have a good day and like literally if you went back to february of 2021 i would have been panicking like, oh no, that patient left. They're mad. Like, dude, whatever. Have fun going to another doctor where they're going to tell you they need an entire complete experience. Yeah. Like, we wanted to take four. They're going to take 20. Like, yeah. have fun. Good luck. Um, so, my hygiene craziness. So, I hired a new grad. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to start on June 6th. Uh, today is June 21st. She still doesn't have her license. Starting on June 6th, she had a full hygiene schedule every day. And then when I was in Arizona, my I was talking with my hygien- my only full-time hygienist, and she was like, so I'm going to put my house on the market, and I'm going to move. Like, okay, mm. well, keep me in the loop. 48 hours she later she had an accepted offer damn for hygiene soon they're they're a hot commodity yeah so i'm like panicking like i have one hygienist that works like eight to one that is not enough yeah shit to be a stingy weren't you didn't you have like three well so i was in the process of having two full times and a part-time so yeah. i'm like going through the whole panic process where like over the past little over a year, I've posted on Indeed. I posted on whatever monster or whatever that other website is. I posted on all the dental specific ones, posted on Facebook. I posted on Craigslist. I have posted everywhere. I have gotten zero applicants. Uh, nope. I lied. I've had one applicant. She didn't show for her interview. So I like, I posted on all the places you have posted job. So I'm like panicking, like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? So I've got like my entire team reaching out to everyone they know, like, hey, who's hygienist? Can we steal? And an assistant from Portland text me and be like, hey, this was last week. Like, mm-hmm. hey, one of our hygienists is moving to Prineville. First of all, who moves to Prineville? Yeah, a uh, you. A lot of people. Uh <laughs> But like, what dental hygienist moves to Pranville? So I was like, give her my number. I like, I'm happy to talk to her. So meanwhile, I'm talking to the new grad that I hired. Like, hey, is there anyone in your class that doesn't have a job? Like, we'll make this work. Like, we have full hygiene schedules. Like, for the next eight months. Like, I need, I need a body in that chair. 
so she's like reaching out to classmates and all this stuff's going on in the background. Meanwhile, I'm not posting on any job websites because in my opinion, they don't work where I am. Right. And, right. Like panicking. Cause my hygienist was like, my last day is going to be July 1st. And then she goes, Oh, just kidding. It's going to be June 29th. And I'm like, that is, I, huh. I don't know. Like, what am I, I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do. Like my twins could be born on June 29th. Like, I don't, I don't know. It can all go to that, shit. I hope yeah. not. That's that's too early, right? Yeah, it is too early. They're fine now. They'd be fine now. But anyways, I'm like, I'm going through this whole panic thing. And an assistant from Portland texts me and she's like, hey, she's moving to Prineville. Like, I know she already got a job with this other, um, like, OHP clinic. And I was like, give her my number. So I called mm. her and we talked and she's starting with us next Monday. But it was like this whole shit show of like, what the fuck are we going to do to like in 48 hours from that shit show to like, we're good. It was, it was a wild ride. It was a very that wild sounds ride. Like it. Yeah. So yeah, it's been exciting here. Ish. Yeah. I'm uh, like, we just hired another person. I uh, just got their background uh, back. So they'll be starting soon, like for our front. So I'll actually be running fully staffed uh, for the first time since 2020. Nice. Yeah. So I'm pretty, yeah. pretty excited about that. Of course, like I feel like with our, my schedule, I need another like part-time hygienist and a, a fucking associate. But yeah, I really, there's, there's no one down here. I really, I would like an associate. People listening to this podcast in Belarus, aka Bill, uh, <laughs> if you want to move to Prineville, uh, reach out if you're interested. Yeah. Because come, I, come work for me and Ryan. Like, yeah, split you your time between the yeah. two of us. Sure, it's only a four hour drive. <laughs> uh, get, get your own little fucking plane. Fly back and forth. It'll be work, great. Work, work with. I'm not going to pay you enough to get a plane, so I hope Paul is. But, <laughs> um, I'll give yeah. you that plane money. Every time I feel like I'm on the like cusp, like six good months where I'm like I could use an associate. Then I have like a couple down months where I'm like I couldn't afford an associate, and then I have like up months where I'm like I really want an associate, and then I have down months where I'm like I couldn't afford an associate. Like I can't can't find a middle ground of like. Yeah, it's it's like I recognize that you know having an associate would would take money out of my my end, uh, but me being able to go to like four days or three and a half days would just be fucking amazing. Like, yeah, worth it. Like, yep, worth it. Yep. But the problem is, like, I don't know. I I would like to think that you and I have similar treatment treatment philosophies, but we also own very different practices right yeah yeah so, i was gonna say i think we have the same treatment philosophies for the most part i think we just have different clientele yeah and so but not everyone has that yeah like trying to find someone that has the same treatment philosophy as you like i don't know i feel like that's such a challenge and i oh 100 it's like you gotta you gotta get someone out of school and you gotta mold them and i, I feel like it's the best it's so easy to ruin your reputation. Mm -hmm. 
like your your practice reputation on necessarily your personal, but your practice reputation over hiring the wrong person because I've seen it happen. Oh yeah, that, yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's just scary. Yeah, it's just scary. It's a uh, it's hard. It's kind of like it's like dating all over again. It's like I've been fucking terrible married for like eleven years now. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't no, know how to date people. I don't. Yeah, barely know how to dress myself. Yeah, most days. Other days, yeah, I, just I have better. I have gone to work with my scrub pants on inside out more than once. I have That's also been on fucking forty where you didn't even bring pants. I've <laughs> <laughs> done that so many times. <laughs> like, hey, Paul, you need to wear a suit. I don't have pants. <laughs> you don't have pants. Oh my God. I have, and it's always something too where it's like a highly professional thing and I'm expected to speak at some point. It's like, uh, I'm, I got my fucking nice blazer and my shirt, and my tie, and my fucking cargo shorts with my your, shoes. That's, your, that's what I packed. Your, your fire tire board shorts. Like, what? Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, there isn't even a pool here. Why do you have board shorts? I don't know, but I didn't remember pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny oh. because I used to, like, it, it was this thing because uh, I did it, like, two or three times in pretty quick succession. And then it like got to this whole thing where I'd be going through with my wife, like the, the night before I leave and she'd be going through like, do you have this? Do you have this? And it was always like, you know, I was always trying to leave with like, you know, I had my suit jackets, but no shirts, you know, stuff like that <laughs> or uh, phone charger, whatever, just always forgetting something. Yep. And, uh, you know, I can't put a pair of pants in a fanny pack. Um, Although, big shout out to Dr. Grass, sent us fanny packs. Tell me about your fanny pack that he sent you. (laughs) I was so excited. Thomas, after being on the podcast and we asked him about fanny packs, texted Paul and I and said, send me your addresses. So we sent him our addresses and I expected to get a Thomas Grass adult fanny pack. And I I was so excited. So on... Saturday, Tom texts Paul and I and says, go check your mail. So I run out. I like, I was coming home and I like ran in, grabbed the mail key. And my wife said, hi. And I said, hi. And I grabbed the mail key. And she said, you never go check the mail. What the fuck's wrong with you? And so I ran out the door, ran to the mailbox. It's like Willy Wonka and the golden ticket. No, yeah, I know it wasn't Willy Wonka that had a golden ticket. It was the kid, but whatever. So like run out open my mailbox there's a package key in there i'm like ah fuck yeah i got my fanny pack so i (laughs) grab the key i get the package i run back in the house i'm so excited julia's like what is wrong with you i was like i got my fanny pack tom sent me a fanny pack so i open it and there's this brown fanny pack that i can just see the outline of the top of i was like oh god so i pull it out and there's leather tassels on the bottom. And I'm lifting this fa- fanny pack and they don't stop. Like they just <laughs> They're so big. going. And there's just like these 18 inch long tassels hanging off of the bottom of this obnoxiously light brown fanny pack. And I just looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> I was expecting like a classy Tom fanny pack. So I, I uh, took the obligatory picture and I will probably never wear it again, but I definitely texted Tom and that's not true. I will wear it again, but I texted Tom and said, um, you've started a war. And he said, deal. Yeah. So I think our new war is sending back and forth the ugliest fanny packs. Fanny packs but I like it. But I'm also um, because if I got your fanny pack, I would have worn the shit out of it. Yeah, my fanny pack is the shit. Uh, like I said, I was like, I want a 90s throwback. So fucking fluorescent green. I was expecting that when I opened the package. Yeah. Did not expect that it was going to say dare to keep kids dr- keep dr- <laughs> uh, kids off drugs on it. Um, so it was um, fucking awesome. Very yeah. throwback. The, the only problem is, is it was like made for an eight-year-old. Mine is tiny. Oh. Like it barely fit all my cocaine in it. Yeah, I uh, mine could fit all the cocaine. Uh, so Paul, I'm really <laughs> yeah, yours looks sizable. I'm really curious. What did Thomas put on your label for who to send it oh. to? Oh shit! I don't think I looked. Oh, I I looked. Uh, it said, um, <laughs> the the poor people that had to package this at Amazon. Uh, we're probably like the person that got the order was like, what the hell is this name? And then the person that packaged the order was like, yeah, these match, I guess. And then <laughs> like just down the line of like, what in the hell is happening here? It said Ryan, tiny cowboy McCorn stick. <laughs> that's fantastic. And I showed it to my wife and she said, that's from Thomas, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. I should probably look at mine. It probably said to Thomas. <laughs> to <laughs> to Man, other Thomas. To, to other Thomas. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you want to want to do some quick Reddit? I'd love to. All right, this one's kind of interesting. I, I figured we could uh, have a go with this. This is in Ask Dentistry. Opinion. If one has enough bone and finances to afford a dental implant, is the implant going to last longer than a crown? Which is the better choice? Uh, what? Your dentist didn't go over a crown versus an implant very well if you're asking that question. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's more just from his... Uh, his post is more like uh, uh, rhetorical. Like he's, I don't think he's gone to the dentist. I think he okay. is going to go to the dentist and is kind of looking it out. And, and the thing about it is everything we do is going to fucking fail. Um, yeah. Including like just having a normal tooth, your normal tooth, it has a shelf life. It's going to fail too. So we need a lot more information on that. Like if I put in a crown on a, on a, on a perfect, pristine tooth well it didn't need a crown right (laughs) if your tooth needs a crown it's broken or it has decay um and the extent of that break or that decay is gonna you know impact the longevity of the of the tooth the other thing we got to figure out let's say just ballpark you know seven years insurance a lot of times will replace a crown after seven years so let's say that the crown lasts seven years uh if you're 90 that crown is probably taking you the rest of the fucking way, right? So you don't need the implant because the crown's going to get you there. Um, but if you're like 20 
and you get the crown and it lasts seven at seven years um then you can do the implant at that time because you still need something right but if you did the implant when you were 20 what's an implant last ryan what what are we gonna say well I'm, but i but i'm confused does this person need a crown or do they need an implant because those are two very different things like is their tooth broken and they need an implant because not enough information yeah there's just not enough information i mean uh i don't know i know plenty of dentists out there that uh put timelines on things but i i really don't and i really try not to and i i try not to too but i'll do just what i i did there it's like a lot of times the insurances will cover it again at this so there's enough people in the middle of that bell curve that that's how long it lasts for yeah yeah um i I don't know. I know plenty of doctors that are like an implant will last you 20 years. Like it yeah, might. And I, I feel like longevity studies and whatnot, like that's a, that's a fair amount of time, maybe even a little longer than that. I've heard the number 22 floated a lot recently, but you know, uh, but if you're getting that at 20, like you still need a fucking tooth at 42. So I'd rather you get the crown you know, or the endo or whatever the fuck you need, invest in the tooth there, um, save that, and then kind of use the implant as the, the fail safe. I mean, yeah, and, you know, it, I'm not a religious guy, but um, nothing's going to be as good as what you were born with. Yeah. As long as, as, long, as, long as you can keep your natural teeth, um do they're gonna be much better off than anything we're gonna put in there um, 100%. yeah and it's like if i was given the choice like hey this tooth is savable with a crown um would, would you like me to crown it or would you like me to rip it out and put an implant like oh give me a fucking crown man that could also fail when we put it in like there's just so many variables yeah. if you yeah. have an edentulous space and you have plenty of bone and you're healthy like absolutely 100 percent, we should put an implant in there like it is going to be the more expensive option but it is going to be much better than anything else we could possibly do um but like if you have a tooth that's a little bit broken like maybe needs a root canal um <clears throat> but we can save your tooth and it's going to be way better over the course of your life. And the great thing is like, kind of like you touched on Paul, like we take that tooth out 10 years down the road and we put an implant in great. We just bought you 10 more tears, 10 more years with your natural tooth. Yeah. Uh, 10 more years might, of tooth. Yeah. It might cost you 10 more tears, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big advocate of, of saving, teeth almost at any cost so we won't do like a root amp or um something like that but yeah i i definitely think you should keep your own teeth if it's a possibility i agree all right so this one's interesting what are the effects of accidentally getting lidocaine hcl two percent and epinephrine one to 100k in your eyes about one milliliter happened to me accidentally at work i'm an assistant you ever squirt uh, anesthetic into your uh, assistant's eyes there, Ryan? Sounds like a giant OSHA violation. I'm not going to answer right? that. Right? Like, where are your uh, fucking glasses? Yeah. Like, how does that 
Was your face? <laughs> I have questions. Your, How did this your, happen? Was your, yeah, was your face inside the patient's mouth? Like, I don't. Did I mistake your eyeball for NIA? Like, I don't really know how we get to this point. Um, I can tell you it's, it's probably not good and you should go see your uh, ophthalmologist or whoever does your eye things. But uh, I mean, it's, of, it's I don't think it'll effect. matter that much. I mean, what, what are you going to get? Uh, shit. They, What's the difference between mitosis and mitosis? I forget which is which. I don't Epinephrine know. Epinephrine will make your eyeball dilate, right? And, and mitosis. D for diocese. Yeah. You might look like you're on the heroin for probably not that long, honestly. Just flush that yeah. out. I'm sure you mm -hmm. have one. Well, if you weren't wearing the glasses, you probably don't have an eye wash station in your office. So you might be fine. <laughs> Truth. Have you, uh, yeah. have you ever had the weird, like, going, you know, like, give an IA and you come back in five minutes later and the patient's like, I can't blink? Have you had that happen? Uh, not on an IA. Does that uh, IA doesn't usually get the lower eyelid, right? Uh, no. Well, the yeah. If you get too far behind the mandible, because I give my IAs high because uh, a low IA is not an IA. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do a more gal gates or hybrid. Yeah, I mean, not quite gal gates ish, but I'm more maxillary. Aim for the tragus. Yeah, I'm more maxillary plain tragus. Um, but if you get yeah, too far yeah, behind yeah. the mandible, you can get that nerve that does the eyelid. And I didn't pay attention to that in anatomy because it didn't matter. Um, I've uh, I've got that like you know, on the eyelid or that when I'm doing like uh, maxillary infiltration. Like if I go too high, yeah, you get a little. I don't usually go that high anymore. Um, it's only happened to me a couple of times and it hasn't happened in a couple of years. But the first time I walked in, the patient was like, I can't blink. And I like ran and called one of my buddies and I was like, Hey, what do I do? And he was like, by the time this phone calls over, she'll be able to blink again. And I walked back yeah, in. And she, yeah. How are you doing? She's like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm good. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel better. Now. Yeah. Most of the stuff, especially with uh, the anesthetic related things, like, you know, you accidentally like in, injected into a vessel and then you get a little sweaty and shit or they get a headache or whatnot it's like eh, that sucks it'll go away pretty quick yeah i had my fa first patient get uh nauseous on nitrous today oh we're you middle, got it? nope we're in the middle of working and she like raised her hand and i stopped because that's what a good dentist does um and she said i'm starting to feel a little spinny and i said okay so i turned it off Turned oxygen up, said breathe 10 deep breaths. She wrote, but did 10 deep mm -hmm. breaths. And I said, Are you good? And she said, I'm good. And we turned it back up because that's also what a good dentist does. Yeah. So, dude, you know. so Father's Day, um, mm -hmm. this is how my Father's Day started. We, uh, you know, we went to bed. So we're up in bed. The clock strikes midnight and I hear this sound <laughs> and I awake suddenly as my dog Drax pukes on the side of my head and my shoulder oh nice so i'm i'm prepared to have a newborn now i think yeah if your newborn's puking on your head you're you're uh doing it you're wrong doing something wrong according to the doctors but yeah yeah 
So I well, sometimes, to, sometimes I, the little dog, I spin it around in a circle as fast as I can. So you're telling me don't do that to the new world. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely not. Um, how, okay. far along, how far along is Caitlin now? Uh, we are 15 weeks. So you we'll guys be are, like a month past that when this airs, though. So you, uh, you haven't really got to, has she started feeling any movement? Um, a little bit, not, not a ton. We're still like, yeah. you know, we're early second trimester. So we're at the point where like, so at 16 weeks we were feeling, we were feeling the boys, um, mm -hmm. but there's also two of them. So it's, it's very yeah. wild, wildly different, but like, I haven't got to see like a bump picture of Caitlin. I don't know how much she's showing at this point, but like my, my poor wife is like all, all belly. Oh yeah, and she looks like she swallowed it, a basketball. And, and dude, it is like if you took a basketball and you inflated it uh, to double basketball, uh, uh -huh. that's that's where she's at right now. And and she's progressing very well for for twins, and she's doing very good. She you know for everything she's going through, she doesn't really have a, a complaint other than you know she's tired. But it is like rock'em sock'em robots in her <laughs> like in her belly, like. 24 7 it is the most insane thing like one the baby on the right will kick her punch and then the baby on the left will like kick her punch back and it's just like a war back and forth of is baby. that uh is that what you're gonna name them right baby and left baby yeah right baby and left baby no we have names we have names do you have names a name we have a name yeah you cool um yeah it's fun it's crazy to think that in sometime in the next six weeks i'm going to be responsible of two little humans when i can barely get out of bed on time but uh, <laughs> we're here yeah it, it's like i feel like i'm getting a lot of practice because it's like you know i i'm caitlin trying to keep her from doing things so it's like i kind of take care of the 50 animals so i mean it's like you know as yeah. a child it can't be that much more work yeah, it's just one more animal. Yeah, uh, well, kind of like 51, because I think I accidentally have a pet possum now. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah, well, I keep trapping him, and he keeps coming in the trap. <laughs> so I have to, like, he get him out of the trap. Yeah. yeah. And when I get him out of the trap, I've been feeding him. So that's yeah. probably not the smartest I, thing for me to do. Yeah. On the other hand, my, my poor wife is just going to have three children to take care of because I'm still 12, but yeah, she's a, uh, all I can say, Paul is I'm, I'm just so incredibly glad that women are women and that I don't have to be. That you don't have pregnant. two little McCormick's rooting around inside your guts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, uh, <laughs> the, the human body. We, Feel like we say it on a daily basis at the office but the human body it human body is an amazing place like it's true it's just it's incredible to watch what the human body can tolerate and what it can go through and pregnancy is definitely one of those things <laughs> so we got, uh, we got real deep there for a minute sorry between carpeting your shithole which i yeah. think is <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
<laughs> and uh, you know, naming the children and preparing for that. Have you uh, been able to imbibe any pop culture? Um, so I'm currently enveloped in the the newest season of Alone. Okay, um, which one's which that? I think we've talked about Alone before, but it's a uh, it's a the only survival show that I think is worth watching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did tell me about this. Yeah. So uh, ten people get sent out into the remote wilderness with only ten items to survive for as long as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, season eight is they all seem to take place in Canada because I think Canada is just they're just trying to There's show a off lot of Canada shitty. I mean, there's yeah. Some, um, yeah. Well, it's but, big too. Yeah, I'm currently watching that one. We're still uh, still powering through the resident. I don't know if we've talked about that one, talked about that one at all. But the resident's about a. a I feel like you're just making fun of me because I couldn't think of the word resident the last time. Right. That is true. Uh, but it's about a like medical residents as they go through. It's kind of Grey's Anatomy ish. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's less. Uh, up until recently, it was less everybody bangs everybody and everybody dies. Um, mm. We're in like season three and it's starting to get that way, but I think that's the natural progression. Um, yeah. And other than that, I've been my most pop culture thing is I'm really trying to grow tomatoes and they really just keep dying. Oh, poor man. That, last week I, I planted a tomato and then I threw my back out and then the pot- potato, the tomato proceeded to die. Um, it's tied to your back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what kind of tomatoes are you trying to grow? Uh, we like the like sweet one hundreds. Um, okay, the yeah, yeah. tomatoes uh, is what we really like. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I think that Central Oregon's talking to a lot of older patients. I have gardens. Tomatoes are really hard to grow here. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's also been a, I don't know if it has been over there, but it's been a weird year weather wise here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far off from the last frost last year. It's only like a week off from the last frost. Um, Hmm. but it has been weird. We had our first day in the eighties here today and then it just, I don't think it's going to get it below 80 until October now. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of the same thing here. We yeah. have uh, like four or five different uh, tomatoes growing, and we just put them in cages. Or I should say, we Caitlin put them in cages uh, just the other day. So I mean, they're doing pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, mine are all dead. My peppers are dying, and just think that nothing knows how to survive. Over yeah, here, but... my peppers, where we have that extra freeze, kind of kind of fucked with them, but. Uh, like our squashes, uh, eggplants are doing pretty good. Tomatoes are doing pretty good. My peas are doing really well. I planted peas at the beginning of April because someone told me they're a, a cold weather plant or they can be a cold weather plant. They can handle yeah, the cold. Yeah, put them in a winter garden. Yeah, now my, my peas are doing great and my onions are doing great. So, you know. Nice. We don't, we I got don't purple really, that are doing really good too. Yeah, we don't really like onions, but, you know, I've got... I've got a green onion plant that uh, the previous uh, owners of this house left. So I assume it's left over from last year. Might be two years ago. I don't know. That fucking thing is like seven feet tall. Well, it's awesome because on that, it's like you just keep cutting some off. It'll keep growing. Like the grunions, they're uh, they're good. good yeah, like no, that. These, 
the 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 stalks on the green onion are like a solid like three inches around. Um, and they're like That's all over the top. Make sure you're not like, growing leeks. Yeah, they've like bulbed and flowered, and I'm hoping that all the all the seeds are gonna fall, and I'm just gonna have green onions everywhere because I don't know what the fuck else to do with my garden because I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah, plant my lawn and green onions. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, that's my my pop culture. The resident and alone have been my two uh, my two things. We've been uh, we've been watching the boys on uh, on Amazon. Um, that's that uh, superhero show. It's really really good. It's uh, funny and edgy, and it's uh, it's a good one. If you haven't got into that, I'd recommend that. Ooh, and then we're doing like Obi Wan uh, on Disney Plus, and I'm watching Miss Marvel. Caitlin isn't. Uh, it's weird because I like a forty-year-old white male isn't the you know target demographic for it. Yeah. Uh, but it's I don't know. I it, it has lots of pretty colors. They had like a Bollywood scene in it last time. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Paul, I, this is a really stupid question, but I'm going to ask it. Uh, are you a podcast uh-huh. guy? Like oh, a what? Guy? podcast outside of our podcast do you listen to podcasts? as of ours and like yeah no i listen to uh i would say i probably subscribe to eight or nine podcasts that i've listened to pretty religiously have you listened to s-town uh-uh so s-town is uh they they can't put shit so they put it as s-town but it's called uh the main character is uh, this guy in the South that claims a murder has been committed in his community and he reaches out to this investigative journalist. And I didn't uh-huh. realize until like a week ago how many, because Julia and I listened to it like, oh shoot, I don't know, four or five years ago now. And so it's not new. Um, but it's it's incredibly good. I didn't realize how many of our friends hadn't listened to it. So I'm like trying to get the word back out there about S town. It's by Wondery, uh, who makes all the good murder podcasts and all the good investigative journalist podcasts. Um, but yeah, so if you're looking, if you, if you need a podcast, it's not very long. Um, I want to say it's only like seven episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just insane. The like, the stories that this guy has about his little shit town. Um, I think it's in Alabama. Yeah. Sounds worth checking out. There's one that I listen to every week. It's called Citation Needed, where it's these guys that they read a, an article on Wiki, Wikipedia and then do an essay as if they were an expert on it and the other people like ask questions and stuff. And they always get do it on like weird, weird, bizarre shit. So you you learn about like things like MK ultra and uh, uh, the time that they gave the elephant, all that cocaine and stuff. Hmm. So it's what's a fun it's one. What's it called? Uh, it's called citation needed. Um, so I am looking up S town right now. You can look up that. So the other thing that we were trying to do uh, a couple episodes ago, were to come up with a sign off. Yeah. So I found a, Sign off generator. Oh, God. So, uh, thanks, everybody. I'm Paul. And I'm Ryan. Cheers to us saving the world one One. ear hole at a time. I was going to say one tooth at a time, but.
Yeah, right. it should probably be something mouth related. One mouth yeah. at a time. Uh, One I oral like, cavity at a time. I kind of like ear now, ear hole now that you. Ear hole, yeah. All ear right. Until next time, uh, keep your ear holes primed. <laughs> I like that. All right. Later. See ya. My heart is full of hatred and loathing for your ugly faces and stupid clothing. Like I said, I hate you jerks. What a Green.